Hello friends, welcome to the 8th house of astrology, ruler of occult, magic, mystery, and truth. Join me, Sarah, a developing psychic medium with a scientific mind, and my good friend Eliza, a tarotist and thanatologist, as we explore through the lens of the tarot, the healing hidden within the deepest and sometimes the darkest corners of the human experience. It is the full moon, yeah, and it is ten ten, and we are talking about the wheel of fortune. I'm excited about this <laughs> oh, great. wheel of fortune I'm episode because so it occurred to me that it has um, some significance in my sobriety journey. So I'm excited to kind of get into that today. I feel like we haven't really talked about that on the podcast much. No, we haven't. Yeah. And I'm yeah, I was kind of you know naturally assuming that that content with would come with. Um, the devil card because that's associated mm-hmm. with addictions and things we're chained to it's um, more about the accomplishment of sobriety than actual than the addiction i guess nice well yeah. i i can't wait to hear what you have to say about that in the uh through the lens of the wheel of fortune yeah so i have started taking melatonin and i am feeling a little bit fuzzy headed so mm. yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's part of. So I'm not feeling as like um, mentally agile, maybe or clear mm-hmm. as normal. So I'm gonna work with that and just kind of bear with me because I'm like, I realizing how like sluggish I feel. Oh, that's okay. Well, cool. Um, yeah, and maybe it's fitting for the wheel because the wheel sort of suggests never really knowing. The things we can't control, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go by my notes to get us started. So as far as the card, it is usually depicted as a zodiac wheel with the four fixed signs, meaning the sign that comes in the middle season of of the... Um, of that element, for instance. Mm-hmm. You are Leo, so that's the fixed sign dead in the middle of the summer and so that would be one of the four figures the the lion the four figures i can't recall which is where but they're like in the eastern western southern and northern Mm. quadrants and they're the symbol of that fixed sign of each element atop a zodiac wheel and that sort of anchors it and gives it stability um so that like the center of the wheel is stable but the outer wheel is kind of chaotic so that's why the fixed signs um so it's leo aquarius is that leo's opposite so it is aquarius is the air fixed sign in the middle of winter and scorpio is the water fixed sign and i think it's depicted as an eagle because that is the transformed scorpion Yeah, so the Zodiac is obviously the wheel um, the traditional tarots are talking about. So the lower left is the bull, which is Taurus, fixed earth. Above it is Aquarius, fixed air. To its right is the eagle, which is the evolved scorpion of Scorpio, fixed water. And to the finally in the bottom right quadrant, it is Leo the fixed fire 
So, you know, the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. That is just so cool because um, when you said, like, the, the center is the foundation and those are the fixed signs mm-hmm. and they provide the stability so that the mm-hmm. others may soar and grow and evolve. And it's just so interesting to me that as an occupational therapist, I work a lot with motor skill development and that's that's what I'm always saying to families is, you know, yeah. we, yeah, we're, you know, like we, we want to make sure our hips are stable and our shoulders are stable so that our limbs oh, and yeah. fingers <laughs> Yeah, so this strong. is hips and shoulders, right? <laughs> I love it. Yes. That's super cool. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll have to talk about that. Like the mm-hmm. body as a wheel. <laughs> exactly. Um, so associations are Jupiter, which is the ruling planet of Sagittarius. Jupiter is um, the planet known for luck, expansiveness. Um, it's optimistic. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's just, um, it, you know, it's interesting that, like, representations that you may have seen in the media and whatnot are just things like, well, the wheel of life, meaning, like, the seasons, the cycles, the harvest, the, the spinner is a big one mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. the weaver in north norse mythology lady luck uh fate or free will mm-hmm. you know because it kind of denotes like when you get the wheel and you're reading it's just kind of the thing and this relates to where it is in the fool's journey let let's go back to that so it's like I have down here, the wheel helps us realize that we ourselves are like the eye of the storm that is Mm -hmm. our own life (laughs) Mm -hmm. because we can be centered and we can roll with the punches if we are stable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you never know what it's life is going to throw at us and things like that. So that is so on the fool's journey as we are in the mental leg and the early adulthood leg, I think it's so interesting that we've, talked about strength developing mental strength Mm -hmm. developing self-awareness and self-reflection in the hermit and then we go to this which is now we've got to be able to face what comes at us and you know with grace and not freak out (laughs) we have to understand through those things we've developed now that we never quite know what's going to happen and we we have to be okay with that so it's change it's basically change that's amazing it was also uh, taking note of what you've created and then i was thinking as you were talking about the process of realizing yes things are going to come at me that i don't have control of but i'm also Mm -hmm. responsible for um experiencing the consequences of the choices i've made so like on the one hand, we create the life that we have right now. We're living the lives that we want um, because, I mean, every yeah. choice we made led to this moment. But it doesn't mean what we used to get there was necessarily in our control. Yeah, yeah. And it's all how you look at it. And another thing that you made me think of while you were talking was when, it, you know, we talked about sort of the opposite of the hermit in the porcupine and that joyous immature type where Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. don't want responsibilities and all that stuff so if you haven't developed a core of okay planning you know here is how I want to think about handling these situations if Mm. they occur 
that type of thing that the hermit might do. Um, being ruled mm-hmm. by Virgo, who's not Jupiter at all, is mm-hmm. very um, discerning and serious and responsible. So it would have already come to yes. all that stuff. And wow. so when things just fly at you, you're ready to you're ready to be in a position where you can take control of what you can control. That's and you that's have a better incredible. understanding. I love that that how you chose to explain that. It just it's like using your not using your wisdom to create the life that you can enjoy amongst all the unpredictable it's going to be the first time in your young adult life that you face something that you can't control. So, you know, you may have dealt with it as a child. Children don't really have control. But when you do get to that stage, you've gone through adolescence, the changes of, you know, moving out, becoming your own autonomous person, adult, young adult. So this is like in the fool's journey anyway, in the archetypes sequence it's the first time where something happens that you didn't plan for and you know and I'm sorry to keep keeping you from going on but I feel like I usually default to thinking I see it as an adult whose adolescent self is like creeping back in do you know what I mean so when I think about like where it is on the wheel I kind of think of it as well they any any of any version yeah. of ourselves can show up at any time that's one of the things mm. we don't have control over yeah and so when you say like well we're at the first time I was yeah. like we're at the first time but we're also yeah yeah no if you think about the wheel in like an Ouroboros type you know like never-ending samsara like cycle that just goes on and on and on um then yeah we've done this merry-go-round many times so so it's tapping into the part of us that that has that wisdom to deal with it yeah yes definitely the question is when was our first time was it thousands of years ago fascinating like yeah i know yeah 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 because it could also be incarnations for sure yeah yeah well, maybe I can just touch upon what I gathered from reading up on Carol Bridges' take on the card, which she does call Harvest. And what I gathered from her message of the card, you you are reap, you are in a process of reaping what you sowed. You are taking stock of that which you've created and now possess and and it's now a time for rest, she says, like just like Rest in knowing that what you have right now, you've created and try to cherish what you have. You know, you've you've made this. So try and cherish it, even though you may. Because things are fleeting, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's always moving. Exactly. And so she's saying, even though you can't always um, I mean, what you have now is going to change and you can already feel the pangs of what it is you want it to be or um, what it, what you don't want it to be. And I think what she's saying is that's always going to be there. You're always going to want to do the next thing or change this about yourself or your life. But at this, when you get those, this wheel of fortune, or if you just take the time to think about your life as a whole and the big picture and that, you know, you're living the life that you want. That's the only that's the only thing we can yeah. do because we we create what 
we think our life is. I don't know. Yeah. No, it, it, it's really great because it makes me think about, I guess, the illusion of permanence mm-hmm. and the illusion of um, that things keep moving and we have no control about it. Um, like we can have this illusion that we have, we have and we have this stable mm-hmm. life, but it's just, it's like an analogy to the earth orbiting moving spinning all the time that's why that song popped into my head because i'm like it's always continuously moving Mm -hmm. forward and changing Mm -hmm. like infinitesimally like you can't even tell because you know whatever right the difference in the physics and the speeds and all that stuff but it's um you know we're here and we are at the core and or well we're not at the earth's core but you know what i'm saying like we're on the stable part where we're not flying Mm -hmm, off mm -hmm. um it's fun to think about like the edges you can picture like it literally being like a merry-go-round that gets faster and faster a ferris wheel that you know if it gets too fast like things would fly off so there's an impermanence i keep thinking about that word where it doesn't stay and so i like that she chose harvest because it's like yeah there's it's very time centric, mm, I feel mm-hmm. like. So it's just like, you know, you could even picture a clock, like the hand keeps, the second hand, all the hands keep moving. Oh my gosh, the second, the minute, and the hour could be like the three fates. Whoa, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <right? laughs> so, I was just thinking, though, that what we do have complete control over is how we interpret and react to all of the unpredictable things happening to us. And so yeah. that's. That's what's That's interesting right. to me is that on, on the one hand, we have no control over what happens to us, but we have complete control on how we decide to let it inform our idea of what our life is. You know, so like only only we have control of what the world and what being alive means to us. We can't ever share that yeah. with someone else. And that's what I feel like might be. Our purpose here is to just like experience life as something that no one else could ever share your your beliefs or whatever and share it with the world so that they know your, your uniqueness, yeah. your individuality. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, um, so I had um, by my trusty Mary L. Tarot um, by Mary White. Consciousness lies along a spectrum from the deepest consciousness to the highest consciousness. And each has its own reality. Mundane reality is not the same as mystical or esoteric reality. Mundane reality is the outer rim of the wheel turning. She is the whole of Mother Nature and is the love and compassion and ends in crushing under the great wheel of the juggernaut of time and death only to begin again, the ever-changing nature of life. Here on the rim, we are all different. Like you were saying, time is is linear and perceived as individual moments in a row. In the center, however, there is no difference. All is one. There is no good and evil. There just is what there Mm -hmm. is. Fortuna, which is like Lady Luck, Lady Fortuna, gives and takes away both beautiful and cruel she is completely impartial to our bliss or suffering and lies above it so fortuna is not an idea of getting what you deserve 
or even a higher purpose to what befalls you. Rather, it is the divine nature of chaos itself, change and unpredictability. One must survive in this turbulent vortex that is life and chaos manifest, but all marvel in the perfection and diversity that flows from it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in a way, so, it, it could be like destruction, like Kali, you exactly. know, to go on. Um, so my other trusty tarot, Dark Goddess Tarot by Ellen Lorenzi Prince. Fortuna, the goddess of chance, is far more interested in change than fairness. She wears a pair of golden wings, symbolizing a separation from mundane concerns, an expression that looks far beyond the struggles occurring in front of her. Rich and poor alike Mm. climb and cling, but her wheel keeps going around and no one rides forever. More than a gambler's fixation, Fortuna's wheel is also a chariot's means of motion and a ship's helm for direction for those who trust fate and fortune to be their guide. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just a trust in like that things don't have to be for a reason. But at the same time, if you if you have the trust that, hey, you know, even though I'm not controlling it, mm-hmm. it was meant to happen this way mm-hmm. and in this timing. So mm-hmm. when Fortuna appears... Roll with the punches. If things are falling down, use the momentum to help you spring back. Someone trying to land on their feet and stabilize immediately is not back in action any sooner than someone who takes a tumble with knowledge and grace. A fall is part of the path, Mm -hmm. and the path is ever-changing. Yeah, it's like, don't be afraid to Mm. make mistakes and screw up the first time because Mm -hmm. you have infinite more chances to deal with it in different ways that's the whole Mm -hmm. karmic idea right and that's the faith you have to have faith that that's actually the case in order to fully step into that trust yeah which is the whole question trust the process faith itself yeah in my opinion um so here's next next up the uh i've only got two more so line strider tarot by Ciolo Thompson. She says the Wheel of Fortune is a highly symbolic card that speaks of life cycles, new beginnings, and aspects of luck. Tend to those things you can control with care and learn not to agonize over the ones you cannot. Mm. In a reading, the Wheel of Fortune urges you to accept the ups and downs of life with grace but not passivity. You have the power to spin the wheel and remain on its upside. Be grateful when things are going well and work actively to improve things when the going gets rough. This is a hopeful card that asks you not to become discouraged when faced with adversity. It is a natural part of life and will pass. Sometimes the Wheel of Fortune suggests external factors are influencing your life. Try to assess your situation honestly and examine the factors that could be causing difficulties. The Wheel of Fortune in its reversed aspect can mean that luck is not on your side. The wheel has spun and you are on the downswing. Perhaps there have been changes or a turn of events that are not in your favor. 
Especially when reversed, the wheel of fortune indicates that there are external negative forces influencing your life that seem outside of your control. Now is the time to think about what you can do to regain control of your destiny. Don't resist change. Try to find ways to accept the things that are happening and find the new opportunities they will present. Wow. And I think that's where I was thinking of sobriety coming into this conversation just because for me anyway, that's that was the big lesson for me was that I was unconsciously using this substance to try and not be so uncomfortable all the time with things that weren't going the way that I thought they should be going or, you know, um, and so since, you know, starting my sobriety journey 11 years ago, and now with almost seven years without using alcohol for that purpose, I just feel like it's, it was the best thing that could have happened to me as far as learning how to, you know, know when to pick those battles with people. Cause if you're not living, know when to hold them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so it's it was something that prepared me for recognizing just what all of the many ways in my life I was trying to avoid discomfort in some way or another. And so um and so that's why when I was researching the wheel of fortune today I just kept thinking that that feeling when you've accomplished something like sobriety from an addiction it's it's this just daily reminder of like I'm, I'm brave enough to choose my conscious life and path, you know, like that's more important to me than not feeling uncomfortable anymore. You know, like I'm the one in control as far as yeah, how I perceive or interpret an experience yes. I'm having, you know? Yeah. You can step off that wheel. And like you said, you did, you were on this wheel, which is basically, if you think about like a bicycle chain, you know? a chain to a wheel and you you were like you were just going along and you finally were like you know what this this is bs i'm gonna get off this yeah exactly but you know the funny part is it wasn't it turns out not to be the alcohol at all that that we're addicted to it's it's that um the avoidance the dulling Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Course. Exactly. It's that it's the feeling of not having to take on the burdens of just like the pains of everyday yeah. living. I mean, right now there's billions of people starving and dying and being raped and murdered. Like every single moment of every single day is literally an opportunity to feel very sad about yeah. <laughs> being alive. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's just a truth. Mm -hmm. Um, because there are so many horrible things happening, but on the other side of that coin is, is the opposite. You know, there's, there's a billion reasons to feel. And when you talk happy. about seeking joy mm -hmm. and it, I've, I've noticed about myself that I really think there's a gift in going through like the mundane that they talk about, the, the things that aren't as joy inducing mm. I think I felt uncomfortable with ha bright happy things mm -hmm. they made me feel like oh gosh I have to be social and it's going to be loud and bright and activities will happen and I just wanted to go mm. be quiet and alone mm -hmm. and so through that I kind of realized you know I had grew up with all kinds of migraines and pains and all all the stuff insomnia and 
grew up to have fibromyalgia and lumbar discs problems and I have a lot of pain and I've quote air quote suffered mm-hmm. and like Buddhism I guess with the suffering the whole idea that life is suffering um, I think the suffering itself is a gift that makes you appreciate mm-hmm. life even if you are suffering because you know some people could be suffering and go I can't take it mm-hmm. and dull it with drugs and alcohol or you know and their lives right. um it's just not right but for some some reason um and I think that what that's what attracts me to working with the end of life and with clients and patients is that there's something comforting in knowing that it's as bad as it's going to get. It's okay. Hmm. You know, just be with it, sit with it. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of go into it and realize like, just relax, take a breath. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? It's already happening. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a weird philosophy that I've developed through yeah. having a lot of pain and mm-hmm. being scared and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I, you know, it's... They're lessons. They're the things that teach us. Right. Um, you know, mm-hmm. going through hardships and uncom- discomfort mm-hmm. and loss and... Yeah. it's it's And it's always our choice to, to choose which direction we're going to go. You know, like, am I going to feel guilt and shame every day because I have so much more than you know right how right. many people in the world um mm-hmm. or yeah like it says here like give give your money away right whenever you can like for no reason right. just or how about just believe that what everything you have right now is because you've earned it you've you deserve yeah. it yeah you are um yeah. it's it's okay you know and just oh trust and that, that was another point i wanted to bring up was like the there was mention of it's not something that you deserve or de- like the wheel of fortune. Bad stuff happens to good people mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like you don't have to tell people or have the idea like, oh, somehow like they drew it to them. Like I've been told that so many times in mm-hmm. situations I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just how you how you react to it is 100% your your control or maybe not 100% your control, but you have the ability to learn how to just progressively control your reaction more and more to, to be okay with whatever's happening. Yeah. And it always does. um, Like my daughter struggled with those feelings I described of just despair. And um, I remember it's kind of what started me thinking about, wow, I, I'm sort of being a social worker, empowering her through choice, because choice is so important, and the whole free will idea, and that it's happening for you. Mm-hmm. Like, so she would become just go down this downward spiral of this is all happening to me, and there's nothing I can do, like I'm drowning. And so it took a lot of time and patience to just continue to my question was always what do you want mm-hmm. and from that you can start to throw a lifeline yeah and you know very 
carefully and slowly pull someone up by inquiring about like what do you see for yourself you know like what do you believe is actually possible yeah 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 um interestingly i was in in this last empowerment um practice class we um one person discussed disabled the disabled population and empowerment practice and i thought it was interesting that some that well i remember what it was it was a video that was part of our coursework so we get to watch a video of like an alum talking about she was deaf um and talked about how she's working with the deaf population now Mm. and disabled and deaf and they uh she would always ask them, what is your dream job? Because it was like vocational rehab. And she said it was so sad. Some They would stop and be completely caught off guard and say, no one has ever asked me that. Oh, yeah. Because it's like instilled in disabled people that they're inadequate. They can't do jobs other people can do. So they've learned to like lower the rungs <laughs> for themselves yeah. And she's like, no, what would you do if you could do anything? Don't even think about your disability, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where you have to start. Like, because if somebody can have an idea or a dream, um, that's reachable. Yes. There are always ways to get to something. You know, I just love that you worded it that way because maybe that's what, you know, maybe that's where that point, I'm, and I'm going back to addiction for a second, you know, maybe that the key that turns or the whatever it is that clicks to really start um, living, you know, without the, that need is just the belief that it's possible or just the belief yeah. that I have the strength to do this or, you know. Did you almost f- start to feel as though you were disabled by the the addiction oh because maybe that's the connection Interesting. like maybe oh, for sure maybe that's how you thought of yourself like i can't because well, i'm addicted i i'm know? i'm a chronic overachiever so i didn't feel like i was disabled as far as not being able to 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 move up in my career or this or that because i was always very good at doing that but what i did feel like completely disabled in is um taking that next step towards finding joy in my life or happiness. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I, I didn't know how to take. And for me, I think quitting drinking was, was the next step. And it felt so inachievable for so long. Yeah. I I can imagine that it felt like safe finally from, I don't know if you had the feel, the fear of success. Um, along oh, with the fear gosh. of failure as a perfectionist Absolutely. and an overachiever. So <laughs> yep, that's, that's the thing. Yep, so we yep. try to <laughs> hide in the self-sabotaging womb of, um, right. you know, let's just, right. let's just keep numbing this need to, to uh, achieve and my drive. You're, you're basically killing your drive. <laughs> right. And I mean, it didn't when even, you know. When, when you were drinking, yeah. Yeah, and it takes years after you actually stop the thing to learn what you just expressed, you know. It took me so long to to realize that I was afraid of success um, succeeding. Well, isn't I think that. that's appropriate for the wheel too because 
luck is success is you know good things good fortune um Mm -hmm. okay so i'm gonna read one last passage and then i'm gonna try to remember what i was thinking druidcraft tarot um the wheel traditionally represents the cycles of eternal law i like that um which is karma i guess and evolution that all living creatures are governed by change is unavoidable and necessary if the cycles of nature are to remain alive and regenerative i love that it's just what is it's just ecology it just has to happen like things die off things come back and it's just um that's Mm -hmm. nature Mm -hmm. stop fighting what you are um (laughs) but on the human level we are the weavers of our own destiny so that's where we come in we have these complex brains and it's hard for us consciously or Mm -hmm. unconsciously we make the patterns and possibilities that mark our path through fate we wear our fate around us like a cloak carrying with us all the potential and possibilities that the universe has to offer and although the seemingly random chaotic nature of the universe always has the final word we can affect our own life and that of the world by taking control of our destiny i like that too because you were talking about we are individuals and that's what we're here for but we've also touched on the fact Mm -hmm. like he's saying by doing it within yourself you're also affecting the world that you live in yeah well because because when you actually look deep within yourself you find everyone else you know yeah yeah and the whole archetype thing and we're all connected and how it's like a domino effect exactly Many believe that fate is set, that all things are predestined, no matter what we do in this human reality. But the weaver of the cloak can affect this ever-shifting matrix of potential just by recognizing the pattern and making timely decisions. We can grasp the web of fate and weave in our own special personal pattern. Although the jigsaw puzzle of probability and possibility holds the universe together in a loose web of predictable events, nothing is set in stone. Like the butterfly effect. The very act of the very act of asking a mm-hmm. question creates a whole new set of possible outcomes. Wow, that's wild. But but be aware, with this ability to weave our own destiny comes responsibility. <laughs> We're so smart, Eliza. We are so in tune <laughs> with the truth yeah. of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, our actions are not without risk. You know, what was a Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> um, if things are out of balance, that one is the web too. That's interesting. Mm. If things are out of balance with the universe, the wheel will bring change in order to restore natural harmony to the web of fate so you know be cool <laughs> don't just don't just yeah. go don't take less than off webs <laughs> <laughs> um anyway in a reading in a reading the wheel has turned change is at hand in all nature there is a time and tide the cyclic laws of birth death and rebirth are ever revolving and without change all things stagnate Mm. that is oh. true and that stagnation stagnation is my worst fear mm. so mm-hmm. um yeah and i think that's what 
sorry, I keep going back to this no, addiction ahead. thing, but that's what it feels like. You feel stuck. Yeah. You feel stuck. Yes. You know? Yeah. We'll come back to that idea um, on the devil. I'd really like mm. to explore why it is we feel like we can't change. Um, right. Right. Or step off the wheel. The, the right. crazy thing is the wheel is change and it's always changing and moving. And yeah. yet we get comfortable like just riding it yeah, totally. and not not steering yeah. it. You know, it's so different than the chariot. Mm-hmm. It's like either you can become a type of person that just lets life happen to you or you can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remember that chariot in you. Right. OK, so I, I stopped. I'll just read it over. The cyclic laws of birth, death and rebirth are ever revolving and without change, all things stagnate. How you deal with this change is the issue here. Within the tangled and tightly woven fabric of chance, you have the power to make a difference. By your own actions, you can change your life. You are not a prisoner of fate, but an integral part of it. Remember, this Mm. is not a dress rehearsal. Life is what happens to you while you're waiting for it to begin. Whether on the surface the change appears to be better or for worse, welcome it. Be at peace with it and take control of your actions within it. All things must pass. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I think, honestly, I think that is a great passage to, like, not end on. Like, we can talk more, but yeah. what a great Like, succinct. It's a yes. period <laughs> to the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. It exactly. is. And only, and only, you know. Um, and I did end it with that, my passages. So. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Yeah, um, I just feel like it's it's so relevant to everything we've talked about already. And how cool is this card? It's almost it's interesting to me that it's that it is where it is mm, on the yeah. It's a ten, and on it's it's journey. It's like it's kind of right in the middle, um, and it kind of denotes. I don't know if it's exactly in the middle because I think it might be justice. I'd have to think Mm -hmm. about that Mm -hmm. mathematically how it works out because you don't count the fools. So you got one through 21. So what's Mm -hmm. the middle of that? It's 10 and a half, right? Right. (laughs) So it's the wheel into justice, which I think cosmic law, karma and like the scales, the the top of the wheel. It's like it's 12 and a six or something. And I don't know. It's just right. Because with every choice you make, there's you know, an equal and opposite (laughs) reaction. Yeah. So there's, there's a consequence to everything, even if it's just energy that then flows through someone else and then they get this idea, who knows, but it's the great mystery, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the (laughs) only thing I thought to kind of talk about was how it's also the archetype of the fortune teller, the diviner, Mm. you know, lady, Mm -hmm. the, I mean, I see like either, you know, the the classic Wizard of Oz, like the guy in the with the turban right. and the wagon and he's got a, a crystal ball. Yeah. And then we yeah, have yeah. the. Um, no, I'm thinking the vending machine at the. Yeah. On the pier. Yeah. yeah in big. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Yes, exactly. What was it? Zoltor or something? Yeah. 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 And, you know. I was just at, on the Jersey Shore. Um, oh, in yeah. Mount- on Mount Pleasant Beach, and I did one of those. It was oh, fun. how cool! <laughs> it was the exact same one. Really, yeah. from the movie? I think so. Well, I what was so. your fortune? To... 
I, I just love a fortune. I like, I just, you know, fortune cookies. Like, you do. Oh, yeah. I just think oh, it's yeah. so cool and fun. And it always made me feel, like, so excited. You know, what is exactly. my fortune? And so that, to be honest, that is what drew me to the tarot. Because I, I always, wow. like, saw, like, yeah. gypsies telling fortunes. And it just, ooh. I don't know if it's a past life thing, but it just. Neat. I do have Eastern yeah. European ancestry so mm, it's possible mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this whole mm-hmm. baba yaga fortune teller thing yeah me too me too maybe <laughs> we were in the new forest together <laughs> Ooh. well um do you want to see what it, what cards we got oh yeah so so i shuffled the deck and i and i halved the deck and then i pulled the first card and it is the wheel of fortune too funny <laughs> i know so i mean Okay, I mean, what 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 well, you, is there left to say? Well, I know. <laughs> I guess read the. Um, so you have the Jungian tarot. Oh, yeah, read the yeah, read so, the little passage if it's not. Too oh, long. okay. In the Jungian tarot card, the Wheel of Fortune, the mother stands behind the wheel, directing its rotation. Evidence suggests that Fortuna was not originally a goddess of chance or luck, but that she was a bringer of fertility and increase. Hmm. The Greek goddess Tyche was pure chance or fortune, a basically indifferent force. She brought good or bad things unpredictably with no judgment about consequences. And it was in this spirit of antique fatalism that the originators of tarot created the Wheel of Fortune. The card reflected the very popular theme of fickle and blind fortune, which raises people to positions of wealth and power and then dashes them back down to earth. Interesting. So thanks for sharing. So what I did is I got the Herb Crafters Tarot and I cut, I shuffled and cut the deck and then I counted out to 10 because of the wheel being the 10th card. And mm-hmm. oh my God, I got the Wheel of Fortune too. Shut up. I did. <laughs> what are we? Like we really are Fortuna, Sarah. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I feel like... I, I can't read tarot because it's like already what I would have said. <laughs> like, it's like I already know. Like, there's no, ch- oh there's no gosh. chance in the whole process, <laughs> which is Fortuna is chance. So I just. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the chances of that happening. <laughs> I mean. That we both. There's, you know, there's a thousand. You weren't surprised yeah. because you looked at yours. That just for the, for the right. listeners. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Before. So yeah. we were like together going, oh my gosh, how weird, you know, and, but she put it aside and, and then now I was shocked because I didn't look at mine <laughs> and I was like, no way <laughs> I got it too. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to, so, to sit with that and see what it means. So yeah, it is the kitchen garden itself. I was hoping to find out like what herb might apply, but so this is the whole kitchen garden. Put your faith in the turning of the wheel. Stay centered in the midst of change. Find the medicine unique to every season. Yeah, there is a time for every season and a purpose for every one. With everything turn, 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 turn. there is a season. It's funny because I was just talking about how I was so musical, um, but I can't sing. Um, My mom was saying some crap like, yeah, imagine being so visual and you can't do art. And I'm like, 
uh, yeah, I understand because I'm like, I hear everything, but I can't get it out, right? <laughs> like, it's you not how I... You can sing. Yeah. You can sing. I'd love to get lessons from you. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, but it was interesting because I was just talking about this. I said to my husband, I learned harmonies because I was an alto in the chorus because I wanted to be in acting or drama in junior high and the only teacher who taught it was the cor- the choir, the chorus teacher. Right. And she made us be in her chorus. And I appreciated it, but at the same time, she was just like, yeah, acting stupid. She was real religious and just like <laughs> very discouraging. Acting stupid? I mean, That's it was odd. like, yeah, yeah, just come to my choir. You know, like, it was like her way to recruit people for her chorus class. Okay. So mm-hmm. in any case, um, I ended up appreciating learning how to harmonize because you know I I still didn't really get what I was doing reading music I, I yeah never really learned that but I could then hear the different layers of the notes yes. and the chord and I was like oh my god yeah. how did I, it like made it so dynamic oh, it's I so was great like wow and they say that's how the witches used to Ooh, used yeah. to fuel their magic you know harmonizing their voices yeah this seems very <laughs> wheel like um yeah. So I was going to read the, the kitchen garden real quick. Okay, so a circle of white stones frames a fragrant wheel-shaped garden honoring the eight holy days of the year, which I don't even know what they are. I guess it's going to mm-hmm. say. An herb planted for each mm-hmm. section provides a valuable remedy in the corresponding season. Bay is planted for Yule, parsley for Candlemas, violet for Ostara, chives for Beltane, lemon verbena for summer solstice basil for llamas sage for autumn equinox and onion for hollows and you know refer to some type of pagan (laughs) chart um yeah that's like the pagan wheel of the year so at the center of the garden is a compass rose the promise of the garden is change events may unfold that redirect your path Some things may feel beyond your control. Find the larger pattern in the chaos. The holy days mark the revolving cycles of nature. They may bring disruption, but they are always reliably in forward motion. When your soul compass spins, find stillness in experiences that easily allow you to be yourself. Trust life to come into being as the plants always do. There is transformation in each turn of the wheel. What emerges from this development will point to your true Hmm. north. So crafting with the Wheel of Fortune. Celebrate the holy days by creating a living altar. Add nature elements as each season unfolds. When you need to stay grounded, hold a small round stone in the palm of your hand and breathe. Hmm. Build a reliable seasonal apothecary. Start with learning the herbs in the kitchen garden. Well, cool. I love that. I don't think you've love read from that. The wheel. I know. I know. Yeah. It's just so ironic because I was like, I, it's when I, when we were about to do an episode, I like look through all my decks and see which would be the ones I would.